0: Greetings, constant listeners. It's Rockin' Randall. So what you're about to hear is a clip from our Patreon-exclusive book episode on Stephen King's latest bestseller, Holly. It is arguably our most divisive episode to date. Seriously, we are all over the place on this one. And it spawned a hell of a discussion on the old Discord. How do you hear it? Well, you can hear our hours-long temperature check on Holly Gibney, as well as our read on King and Academia and the Big sigh, COVID of it all in The Barrens, our Patreon community, where you can unlock hundreds of hours worth of exclusive content from our Stephen King archival series to our spooky souls midnights to over a dozen commentaries on all your favorite Stephen King movies to spin-off series like Talkin' Hawkins where we talk about Stranger Things. And we also have book episodes like this one in there, uh, Fairy Tale, Billy Summers, Gwendy's Final Task. Full episodes on each are all in the Patreon. We also have a 24-7 Discord community where we play trivia, we host watch-alongs, and we make friends that, frankly, we'll have for life. Hell, this Thursday, we're hosting a live People's Kingies Award Ceremony on Zoom. So, what are you waiting for? Subscribe now through the link in the description of this episode, or you can visit patreon.com slash the barons. Hope to see you there over long days and pleasant nights.
1: So not a whole lot of history because as we record, it's actually not out yet. Um, I had a hard time even finding reviews because I'm not sure when the embargo lifts. Um, But so the book is or has been for future listeners released on September 5th, 2020. That's this year. Wow. And the blurb we got is, Stephen King's Holly marks the triumphant return of beloved King character Holly Gibney. Readers have witnessed Holly's gradual transformation from a shy but also brave and ethical recluse in Mr. Mercedes to Bill Hodge's partner in Fighters Keepers to a full-fledged, smart, and occasionally tough private detective in The Outsider. In King's new novel, Holly is on her own and up against a pair of unimaginably depraved and brilliant brilliant brilliantly disguised adversaries and then skipping to some plot summary King writes on the back I can never let Holly Gibney go she was supposed to be a walk-on character in Mr. Mercedes and she kind of stole the book and stole my heart Holly is all her and I am about a a third of the way through Mr. Mercedes I'm rereading it Um, and Holly's not even a character yet so I think he's being honest there. I don't think he saw this character being such a big part of his life. Are we, so are we excited to see Holly again?
2: Um, okay.
1: <laughs> Does if that I, say I'll it I'll all? I'll
2: leave this off. This off. I, okay. I actually did enjoy. If it bleeds. Same. I did too. Um, which is her novella, essentially it follows mm-hmm. her. And I think what helped me with this book is I came off reading end of watch for the first time only a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. Which, maybe this is a hot take, I think it's the worst Stephen King book uh, with his name on it, without Richard Bachman on it. So, by comparison, as I read it, I found this book to be better. However, my least favorite part about this book uh, <laughs> is still the Holly Gibney <laughs> chapters. So, was I dying for this to happen again? I, I Even though, I, like I said, I enjoyed the novella from the collection, I, I was not... Nancy waiting for Holly to happen. No,
3: yeah, I, I, I'm kind of in the same boat. I I think he really does find Holly to be this narrative vessel in the same way that like you know Fraser Crane or Jimmy McGill is for you know <laughs> what it was was for Cheers and Fraser and obviously better call Saul and Breaking Bad. But I I just have never really seen the hook as to why she's so special. Like this, and I feel like this happens to him often in his past works. Like it's basically a Ben Mears issue for me. Like yeah. I don't I find usually you know if the revolving story is interesting like it is in Salem's Lot or Under the Dome like I think you guys talked about Barbie being mm-hmm. kind of like a whatever like but Under the Dome is a is an awesome story is surrounded by great characters and we talked a little bit about this like with Cell where like Clay is like a whatever but like at least there's like a lot happening in that book and you're like okay fine well you know I'm not going to focus too much on the fact that these this thin this, this paper or this protagonist is thin I, I just I, I don't mind it when that when the story can work. So I kind of think that that's how I felt about the outsider. And if it bleeds, I was like, all right, well the story is propulsive, it's interesting and intriguing enough. So going into this, at face value of it just being Holly, and then hearing whispers of it being about COVID, I, I, I gotta say this was the first time I think I, God, this is gonna sound awful. But like it, it felt like homework. Like mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, all right, I'm not really because even with like you know I, obviously it wasn't so hot on fairy tale last year, but going into it I still was I was far more excited because I didn't really know what was going to happen.
0: Right, uh, we didn't know what it would what yeah. that would look like as he'd never really written something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Brandon, how about you? Hello, this is Jason, co-host of the All 80s Movies Podcast with a message from Factor Meals. Warmer sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like calorie smart, protein plus and keto. Factors fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you will always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you will always have new flavors to explore. Treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to factormeals.com slash 80smovies50 and use code 80smovies50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code 80smovies50 at factormeals.com/80smovies50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. I think I think King
0: like really wants his own Dr. House. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like he wants this recurring character who is prickly, who is plays by their own rules, who um is has a nobility to them but also an abrasiveness to them. And I think he sees Holly as that for him. And, you know, Mike, you used the word vessel, and I think that's smart because I think King is really in the mood to write procedural crime with supernatural or horrific elements in them. I think that's the mode he's in right now. Yeah. If you look at what he reads, what he recommends, it's a lot of stuff like that. And so I think he sees Holly as like this really strong vessel to tell those stories. But... um yeah, but personal, and you know, that's cool. I'm interested in that journey for him. And similar to Justin and similar to Mike, I did enjoy If It Bleeds. I think it was my favorite story out of the four in that book. But I think that everything I liked about it was sort of turned upside down in this book. Uh, mm-hmm. And we'll talk more about that. But yeah, um, that's I'll, I'll stop there for now.
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed If It Bleeds, too. I think it was my favorite in that collection, although I think that is a really strong collection. I do um, yeah. But I remember I, like, I cried at the end of that one because I think, and I've said this before, I think King was kind of figuring out who Holly was through If It Bleeds, and I also did not like End of Watch. Um, mm. although I'm enjoying Mr. Mercedes a lot more than I did the first time. And I really liked Finders Keepers. And The Outsider yeah, yeah. is great, but not because of Holly, I don't think. No, um,
3: no yeah.
1: But <laughs> I don't know. It's like if it bleeds almost feels to me like the body to it as um, the stories feel very similar in a lot of ways like this to Holly. So like as I'm reading about Holly in this story, it almost feels like King has already kind of figured out who this character is and he's kind of retreading a little bit of that work on if it bleeds although i will say i enjoyed this book a lot but like justin i i liked the other the non-holly stuff better than holly but i was excited to see holly again because if i had to choose between holly and bill hodges i would hands down pick holly (laughs) because i you know no shade to that guy but he's just not my favorite um,
0: That's a tough
2: choice there.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. now
2: it would, be, <laughs> it would be you know Ghost Bill, so maybe it would be a little Ghost more Bill. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe Ghost would,
2: Bill would be funny. Get a little later like, action. They got great salads
0: in heaven. <laughs>
1: God. <laughs> well, and Randall kind of touched on this a little bit, but why do we think King is so enamored with this character? What do we think ab- about Holly makes him want to keep coming back?
2: I'm reading it now as he's trying to do his own Miss Marple. Mm. Like Agatha Christie style, I think he's just going to have these mysteries pop up every year. So we heard that apparently he's got another Holly book coming out next year.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I
2: just feel like that's the mode he's going to be in for. I don't know at this point the foreseeable future. We joked a couple of years ago about is Holly going to appear in more books than Roland? Yeah, and we're on yeah. our way. Yeah, we're on our way. So well, technically, two more because he's in a wind, little bit.
1: wind. <laughs> He's in Win Through the Keyhole, right? Roland is?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's been and he's a while. also in the, the Little Sisters of Allurea sto- story. That's right. So he's in nine stories, and Holly is now in seven, five books, one uh-huh. novella. Yeah. And she's got another book next year, so she'll be two back. Yeah. yeah. Roland is also in the Institute. <laughs> he's <laughs> one, of the, oh, he's wow. one
0: of the kids in the Institute. <laughs>
3: Where I think he you? pops up. He, I think he pops up in uh, no, co- the Colorado <laughs> Kid. Also, he's like <laughs> he's like, like wow, try. this island's really cool. I think um, he is the
1: Colorado Kid. Yeah. Is what he's we like, find there's yeah. Well, there was yeah. actually a, well, yeah. he didn't.
3: Well, he took out the final chapter, but there was a door next to the body, <laughs> and you know, Roland <laughs> happens to walk in it. But um, I actually the thing I was thinking about this question a lot, and I've and I've it's also been in, in tandem with just my recent feelings with Bruce Springsteen. Like seeing him, I saw him live a couple weeks ago, and you know, I've I've been really kind of digging into just where he's at right now, currently, and they're roughly around the same age. And I've always kind of, I mean, when we talked about what musician do we think King is most like, I think I I really leaned into Springsteen there and what I've ultimately, like, I love a lot of the later output for, for Springsteen. Honestly, some of my favorite albums of the last, like of, of his work are from post 2007, but he also has these moments in his later works where he you could tell that he has these like personal obsessions that maybe not necessarily the the fans are interested in and it's just something that he has like a personal you know predilection to and like one of the things is like that when he did the seager sessions and like i wasn't i think me and Caffrey are very huge diehard springsteen fans but like i feel like me and him are on the same page that were like eh, i wasn't like crazy about the seager stuff i was like ah, oh, this is cool i'm glad he did it but then it would like songs would pop up in every show and then he'd have like one or two songs and like there'd be influences of that style in his works and later on i'm like all right that's enough and like it's not even it's like and it feels awful saying that because obviously this is an artist He, you know the artist should do what he wants to do but i just feel like king is like that now and he's like he's like that that, you know these icons where he's basically just making the albums that he wants to listen to or he wants to play in and i think even when he talks about it like